Um, we are delighted this morning to have um, Carrie Lynch with us. Carrie um, helps, tell me your title again. Volunteer and Community Engagement. Volunteer and Community Engagement at the Human Coalition, which is a uh, ministry engaged um, in caring for those impacted by abortion or considering abortion um, in our community and actually around the nation, as I'm sure Carrie will explain. Um, we're delighted to have her. Um, we um, were partners with the ministry that preceded Human Coalition and have been a partner of that ministry for decades and decades in our church. Um, I'm grateful um, for that partnership. As I've shared with you all, my own father was a director of a crisis pregnancy center in Richmond, Virginia um, in the 1980s um, into early 90s. And so it's part of my childhood was just being involved in ministries like this. So I'm grateful for Carrie being here this morning. I'm going to pray for her in a moment and then we're going to let her take it away. And um, we're going to She's going to go into about 10, and then we're going to have about 15 minutes for questions and dialogue. Um, and so I'm sure there's a lot to talk about. Um, Carrie's going to share with us um, what Human Coalition is up to, um, what their work consists of, and, and, and how our church can be a part of um, not only giving financially, but giving in terms of our time and our prayers and those kinds of things as well. So let me pray for us this morning. Father, I do pray um, for our Sunday school class, and we give you thanks for this Lord's Day. We thank you for the um, opportunity we have as your people to gather and worship on this day that you've set apart for that purpose. Uh, Lord, we pray for Carrie. We're grateful um, for her work and for her willingness to come this morning and speak to us and share um, her heart um, for this ministry and for um, just to help us better understand the things that Human Coalition is doing um, to serve um, those in our community who are in need. Um, we pray that you'd bless her and you'd bless this time um, for us this morning. We ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So we have a, I'm, we have a video right here. Um, Jacqueline actually was able to go to, or they played this in Washington, D.C. One of the things that Human Coalition does is actually try to get laws passed against abortion. So. This is a, a life that I have inside of me, you know, this, is, this isn't just me anymore. <laughs> um, my name is Jacqueline, I'm 24, and my daughter's name is Maya. I lived with my parents. I had a job, but it did not pay very well. Went to the bathroom of a McDonald's inside of a gas station and took a pregnancy test I had bought from Whole Greens down the street. I didn't know how I was going to tell my parents. I didn't know how I was going to tell anybody. I still didn't know for sure that I was because, you know, they say that the pregnancy tests weren't always accurate. Bought the one who I presumed was the father. I didn't know very well at all. It was just like, I don't have the ability to do this. The idea as a young adult of even just being on my own and taking care of myself already seemed like this paramount, extremely overwhelming concept. And on top of that, taking care of a child, the obvious choice seemed to be that I would get an abortion. The father, once he saw that I was really serious, that I was really considering keeping my pregnancy, keeping the baby, he threatened to drive off of the highway. And he kept saying over and over again that it was an organism the size of salt and pepper shaker. Like, that's not a human being. That's not a life. That's an organism. And you're jeopardizing my life. He told me 
you know, there are holes in your in your pants and your your shoes are damaged and you can't even afford to replace them, yet you think you could afford to pay for diapers and babysitting and I would come back with these responses like, well, there's resources, like the people at the clinic told me that there's like programs for housing and all these things. All the questioning, all of the, the opinions and everything you see in the media from people advocating for pro-choice, it just kind of, I don't know, it almost melted away. It almost melted away. It was just like, no, this is, this is a, a life that I have inside of me, you know, this is, this isn't just me anymore. Um, and I think I wanted to have a baby. I didn't feel like I could really embrace those feelings because of, the, of a lot of the circumstances. During the first phone call, it was a lot of panic. I think I was internally almost beating myself up, judging myself for the fact that I had gotten pregnant, you know, and there was this other person on the line who was extremely sensitive to what I was going through. You could tell that there was a level of like compassion and I didn't feel judged. I didn't feel a reason to be ashamed. I felt like this person not only cares, but wants to help and knows how to help, knows what I need to do next. You know, like transforming those feelings of fear and, and all those questioning into just like something moving forward. I remember the woman who came in and spoke to me, she was talking through all of my options with me, which I appreciated because it wasn't a situation where she was telling me the correct answer, what you should do, what you're supposed to do, the responsible thing to do, the loving thing to do, et cetera, et cetera, is to keep this baby and here's how you do it. It was the law allows this much time, you know, before you're able to terminate your pregnancy and here are your different options if you wanna do that, this is how, and just explored all my options with me. But then beyond that, also asked me how I was feeling. She asked, you know, what's going through your mind that I just remember seeing her sitting there and seeing the expression on her face, like of just like concern. And that was really significant and important and has stuck with me. The empowerment aspect of it, like the like, like the not only being provided with those resources of like here's what we can do for you but it's like you can do it like your body was made to do this you were made to do this it's like when you tell yourself you can't do something and then you see somebody walking by doing it completely unearths all of those those lies that you tell yourself like i can't do this like all these excuses that you tell yourself it's like nope there's somebody doing it like you can do it i don't have that excuse anymore you provide the diapers, you've provided housing assistance, provided clinics that will give you free sonograms, a step-by-step -step of how I could go about getting government-assisted healthcare, food stamps, there are resources available to me so that like all of those excuses like fade away and all that's left is just like whether or not I'm gonna make the right choice to do this or or not. I love um, the way she describes that and just praise God for Jacqueline and her baby. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the way she described it is, is exactly what Human Coalition does. The, the one little piece she did leave out is, um, I'll start in the beginning, uh, we actually target abortion determined women and the way that we do that, um, it's, it's kind of a, a 
it was new uh, years ago, but we, uh, it's online. When a woman goes and types in abortion clinic or abortion pill <clears throat> in, to, to her Google search, uh, we come back as like the second answer for that search. And it just says pregnancy decision line. And when she gets on the phone with us, we exactly like Jacqueline described, just non-judgmental and just try to talk about her options with her. Um, at, that, at that point, we will uh, get her talking to a nurse who will go through those um, medically what her options are. And then we try to get her into one of our brick and mortar clinics. And you guys, uh, there's one not too far from here um, in Grapevine. And um, and when she gets to that clinic, we she gets we try to get her to get that sonogram and see the um, heartbeat. So um, and when she gets to that clinic, also we uh, she gets a social worker. A every woman has a licensed social worker assigned to her, and that's the person who she was saying was looking at her with so much love and you know just going. Um, uh, describe telling her how to go about doing this and our social workers are absolutely amazing um, they're my favorite people that I work with it's so important that piece um, so the social workers uh, they will stay with these mamas all the way through their pregnancies and then two years after the baby's born so um, during the pregnancy they they uh, will talk with her about how to, what, what the barriers are, what the reasons that, um, <clears throat> that she was considering abortion in the first place. And uh, like whether it's, you know, like she needs housing and like she was talking about. Um, a lot of our moms are kind of the worst case scenarios. Um, they, m so many of them have not had a uh, childhood or been shown that a uh, value um, that they were they're valued or loved or um, uh, they don't have that kind of support system and so when they come to us we just try to show them Christ's love Jesus love and um, and just uh, and and they're usually it's it's interesting a little skeptical at first but um, but they're so thankful for the somebody looking at them, showing them love and believing in them and, and telling them that they can do that, like Jacqueline described, that they can do this. So um, what we have found is that 76% of women who are encountering an unexpected pregnancy would rather have their baby. <clears throat> they would much prefer to parent their child. They just don't feel like they they can. They don't feel like they have the support system. They don't feel like like they're too young, or they they just don't know how to live in this world, or the dad isn't there. And so, um, one of our main goals is to try to um, help her overcome every single one of those barriers. And uh, it's it's usually pretty simple. Uh, just helping her find the resources she needs and. Um, to me, one of the most important parts is getting her plugged into a church, um, getting her uh, that support system and mentoring and letting um, her see other people who are living 
like you guys are living um, because usually they haven't even seen that type of thing. So, um, so uh, let's see. Did I miss anything? <laughs> that's, um, that's pretty much what Human Coalition does. <clears throat> the mission is to make abortion unthinkable and unnecessary. So, um, so like we, we like to think of it like, like slavery. You know, fast forward like t 20 years and you know, we, people just can't even believe that it ever happened in the first place. It's, it's such an atrocity. Um, it's, it's horrible. And um, it's become so just normalized. So um, we were so encouraged about the Roe versus Wade or Dobbs, however you want to say, the overturning of um, what's, what's happened at the Supreme Court overturning um, those laws. Of course, it doesn't mean that it's not um, available. Uh, and in Texas, um, up to the heartbeat, they, they can still get an abortion, but um, what companies are doing now is, uh, I mean, we talk with girls all the time who have people they found online who will pay for them to fly to these destination states and get an abortion there, and they'll pay for, it, it'll, these are private individuals or companies who will pay for a, a girl who has an unexpected pregnancy and wants an abortion to fly to a state that will give that to her. And um, she can take a friend and stay in a hotel, nice hotel for a couple of days. So um, that's actually happening now. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's even harder to, um, maybe not harder, but we have some different obstacles. So what we are trying to do since the um, <clears throat> overturning is we're really trying to link arms with other organizations that do similar but not exactly um, the things that we do. We're trying to do that even more to give the woman a complete wraparound service. Um, so, like, one example is we're, we've um, joined more with Embrace Grace. So when they go to Embrace Grace, um, do you guys have that here? <clears throat> Embrace Grace is a program where uh, it's, a, it's a biblical program, and women who are, have an unexpected pregnancy um, can, can go and sit with other moms and go through, like, a six-week course um, at churches and uh, just learn biblically how to raise a child. And um, so, so this, uh, so we are, we, uh, when a woman walks in and she gets the, we give her this box and it's, it has a, the li uh, list of where Embrace Grace churches are in her area. And um, then it has some things where she can like take a bath and, you know, lotion and that type of thing. And just kind of think about, what she's doing. So um, we're, we're trying to um, give her even more, um, provide services of things that we don't do. And um, so that's one of the things that we've changed. We've also um, expanded and we, Human Coalition has brick and mortar clinics in seven states now. And um, where we don't have a brick and mortar clinic, we have telecare. So we, um, like an example is, let's say Houston, we do not have a brick and mortar clinic there. 
but we have a contact center in Frisco that takes all the calls in Texas and um, the part where she needs to actually go, like let's say go get a sonogram, we send her to a um, pregnancy resource center to get that sonogram um, and we partner with pregnancy resource centers in the area that she's at. And then um, other churches try to get her plugged into the, the churches, um, get her a baby shower at one of the churches. Um, so uh, so we, have, we have telecare in um, most states now. Like I, I think, don't have the exact number, I think we have telecare in like 25 states right now. So, um, so that's, that's a um, way that we're reaching more people and that's really exciting. We didn't have that before, that's, that's brand new. Um, and just a little while ago, I had mentioned baby showers. So um, one of the ways that we found that um, gets our mamas plugged in with local churches is we find churches that will give baby showers for these moms. And, um, and so when her time comes um, to, for that baby shower a couple months before the baby's born, um, a church will agree to do that and will give her this baby shower and these moms like to see their face when they walk in and all and all this stuff they've never seen before never been treated before it's really treated with such value before it's really beautiful um and I, i've been a part of those and they're just really exciting um but the other part that i think is exciting about that is it they get to meet y'all and true organic connections can get friendships can get made like that and um, I, I, that's just so important. So um, one of the reasons that I know that it's so important and that, um, and that this, uh, is so, this mission is so important to me is because I ha have had an abortion myself when I was 16 and um, I had no idea what, um, what I was doing. It was just, I found myself pregnant and I thought it was what I was supposed to do. I, no one, I did grow up in church and I, I really have asked myself so many times what made me think that that was an option and I, I can't think of anything really. I, I just made an appointment with the Planned Parenthood and they just started telling me this is what I'm going to do. So I ended up having an abortion <clears throat> Um, and after that, I really just went, just, just went off, I, I just didn't value myself at all, and I ended up a, a drug addict for 10 years, um, and, and I can honestly say that um, during that time, I, I know it goes back to that abortion. It, I did not value life, didn't value myself, and um, really just hated myself. So um, about that, God completely saved me, um, just just redeemed me. Um, I was in jail and prayed a prayer, asked God to just come into my life and uh, gave my heart to him completely. I just said, you know, I hate who I am. Please make me somebody different and I'll follow you and do whatever you say. And um, when the doors opened to that jail, he just gave me like a brand new life and gave me, brought me into a church and people started uh, coming around me and 
treating me with value. And that's why I keep saying that because I had never been treated like that before and didn't treat myself like that before. So I would look at people like you ladies and think um, I'd be sitting with, you know, you guys at, at lunch or something like that and be thinking, I'm not one of them, but, but they think I am, so I'll just you know, let them keep thinking that. That's what I thought at first, and um, now I know that um, you know, God, because, because of Christ, what he did, I am. We're all the same, and um, that I am loved, and just there's nothing that's different about me and y'all, but um, because of that experience, and I remember the despair that I felt and the the lies that I was believing, it's so important, you know, this, this mission is so incredibly important. Um, Satan does want to kill, and uh, it, we are saving babies, but if we can get a mama not to have to go through that, it's, it's also saving her, too. Um, and so I just, um, that's why, one of the reasons why it's so important, I have that personal experience. So, um, let me try to think. I also had mentioned um, <clears throat> that that video was played in Washington. We, we do have a, a part of Human Coalition called uh, HUCO Action, and so we do have lobbyists in Austin and in Washington, D.C. We did help get the heartbeat bill passed here in Texas, and um, HUCO, Human Coalition does do that type of as well so I'm really proud of the organization that I work for they truly truly um, mean what they're what what they say and they treat even treat their employees well with value and um, it's just it's just a really good company so uh, organization I should say maybe not company but nonprofit organization and I'm really proud of, of what we do so um, I guess that's it it's does anybody have any questions? Great, thank you for sharing these things. Um, yeah, let me let me ask you just first of all, um, can you tell us a little bit more about just kind of um, what goes on at the clinic and here in Grapevine that's just up the road from us on 26, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Just tell us some more. Tell us about what does what does the staff look like there? Is it how many women come through, you know, on a weekly or monthly basis, that kind of thing. Great, yes. Thank you for asking, sure. too, because I kind of skipped over yeah, some fine. parts. Um, so there's two sonographers on staff, um, you know, an office manager. Um, there's four nurses and two licensed social workers. We also have a little program, um, new one we're starting. There's a nutritionist on, on staff, and um, that's, that's a new thing we're doing. But uh, women will come in um, during their pregnancy. Really, a lot of a lot of it is on the phone with the social worker. But after the baby's born, she comes once a month into our clinic, and she gets diapers and wipes and clothing. We have a resource um, room, so we give her bundles of clothes. Um, before I had mentioned like the showers and that type of thing if she doesn't get a shower We do load her down with everything she needs bottles and like pack and plays a lot of moms don't have cribs um, They just have a little you know pack and play and that's where their babies sleep, but um, that's that's uh, 
they, we see at the, our grapevine clinic is pretty busy. So um, our, for us pretty busy is probably seeing about 25 moms a week. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, so that's who That's great. Mm -hmm. 25 moms who are actively choosing to keep their baby and yeah, you're um, helping support them. Is that what right. you mean? Yes. These are moms that have, have made the decision for yeah. life and then they're continuing to come. And, and to this date, um, I, I want to say the number that uh, we've had decisions for life for human coalition is 22,000 mm -hmm. in the last I think it started in 1999 so that's great yeah wonderful um, I've got a few other things to ask but want to give you all some time too. What, what questions strike you that you'd like to ask Carrie yeah Jeremy So where, where do referrals come from for women who are asking for help is basically the question. Yeah, it's, it's almost all internet because, I mean, women aren't, they're ashamed and they're not talking about what they're doing. So um, not talking about their pregnancy that they're ashamed of, so. Yeah, I, I recall, I don't, remind me the name of the director of the Human Coalition. Um, Jeff Bradford. Jeff, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been at some events that he's spoken at over the year, past you know, five or six years, and that's one of the things I've been impressed by is um, his vision um, for Human Coalition to not only um, be you know, faithful from an ethical perspective, moral perspective, but to be very savvy in terms of the way that they, so they've really invested a lot of, this is my impression, um, energy and work into basically gaming the algorithms and figuring yes. out how, how to, show right. up when women are searching, you know, keywords that have to do with abortion, how they're, they can be, like you said, one of the top sort of mm -hmm. links that people find. Um, so there's kind of a shrewdness to that, which is good, which is appropriate um, um, to, to, you know, put a phone number there that will lead to someone who um, will give women um, all of the options, which include, um, you can keep this baby. There are ways to do that. Um, yeah, Donna. I really, I, I have, do not know the answer to that. Um, do you know Kim? <laughs> uh, I, tell I, us about the <laughs> name, the current name. Like, the current name is Health for Her, and we really like don't advertise it or kind of, you know, it's not boldly out there because there's a safety issue, especially now. But um, yeah, so but it is called Health for Her, and um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, the the clinic in Grapevine is not. I know where it is. I've been there before. Mm -hmm. I've spoken, you know, to the staff before and mm -hmm. done devotional that kind of thing. But yeah, it's interesting. Like you drive by it and. Um, there's no yeah. discernible, um, you know, you, you wouldn't know that it was there unless exactly. you knew it was there yeah. kind of thing. And that's on purpose, That's really. on purpose, yeah. And is that, tell us about that. Is that a, you said security issue? Is that the concern for yes. the women or for the organization itself or um, both? Both, yeah. both, yeah. Um, and I, like, we had um, the, right after the overturning, uh, we had 
um, the New York Times, Kim and I talked about that, um, they, they sat out and were trying to talk to the clients. They sat out in the parking lot and were trying to um, talk to the clients. And they did do an article that wasn't very favorable um, about that. Where, where, did that. where did that take place? Here in Texas or somewhere else? Here, here um, in Texas. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kim. I know sometimes they they have said that they've had some trouble with Google, like all of a sudden we're not getting um, any calls coming in at all, and um, they think that it's on purpose, but, um, and we also have had like some strange things like our emails don't make it to the churches that we're um, emailing and that type of thing, um, but I, I can't answer any more than that. I wish I could. And I, I do, I, I have heard talk about that, that, yeah, Google isn't exactly um, keen to help us that much. But, but they, we do have that, or that agreement with them where we are coming back on their search, the answer to their search. So. Yeah, that does speak to the fragility of all this, though, in terms of the way that um, so much of the communication in our culture today is controlled by corporations who may or may not be benevolent in their use of that power. Um, yeah, that's a, something to pray for, for sure, just in terms of Definitely. the ministry, is that that, that, those, that advertisement essentially would not be thwarted um, yes. by those who would be troubled by it. You're right. Yeah. What are the questions that you all have? Yeah, James. I wish I really wish I could answer that question. I, I worked in the call center when I first started um, the contact center, and um, to me, it uh, my my job was just to transfer them to the nurse and 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 move them forward, so um, almost like triage. But um, so almost all of my calls got transferred. Um, being in the clinic when I when I sit with the social workers, I would say. At least once a week, there one of the social workers is crying because one of the moms that she's been working with is flying to another state to get an abortion. So um, I know I I don't know the number though. I really don't. I, I it, to me it seems like we're pretty successful. That that's a really good. I wish I, I I'll try to find that out. That's a good question. The percentage. I would like to know that. 
too. Yeah, Kendall. It's, it's just for sonograms. But if they need more, then we can refer them. We, we have doc doctors that we work with also, so we can refer them. Yeah, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and we are almost always hiring. It's growing so much, so fast, and um, there's, there's lots of jobs. Yeah, and there's a, the website is there. I'm sure that maybe things like that would be advertised on the website potentially. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Positions right, that's that are exactly open. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if you just Google Human Coalition, mm -hmm. um, you should. And and tell us the states. I know they're here in Texas. What are the other six states you're in? Okay, like Georgia, uh, North Carolina. Is that right? North Carolina. Um, we we do have uh, brick and mortar in Chicago. Um, let's see. Hold on, North Carolina, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, hold on, let me think. I don't know. It's okay. Sorry. And yeah. you know what? Um, I always love it when I see guys um, in our that care about what we do. It's such a big deal to me when I see men stand up for for what we do. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, yes, there's one in Fort Worth as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and is it, am I correct that Human Coalition, the national organization is based in Frisco, is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the national organization has its headquarters here in, in the DFW area in Frisco. Yeah, um, Eric. Um, no, there there is a, there's like CareNet um, is a big one. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. <laughs> I know CareNet. Hmm. Save the stork. <clears throat> yeah, there definitely are other national organizations that are trying to do similar things. Mm -hmm. And I have appreciated um, Jeff Bradford's vision in terms of really wanting this to be a um, a movement that's beyond just you know one locality, but is. And I think the model that he's got is a really shrewd one and would love to see it spread and have more influence in the, the broader uh, kind of pro-life world. Um, Right. Just uh, saturate it, yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you this, Carrie. Um, if someone in the room is sitting here thinking, hearing about your ministry, um, you know, short of employment, um, are there volunteer opportunities? Are there things yes. that people can do? Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Um, yes, of course. Um, and and so uh, coming up right now, the first thing that comes to mind is holiday connections. We have um, where 
um, families that you can adopt and um, they just for each member of the family they make a list of like three wants and three needs so um, there's that um, tell, tell us about that so three wants three needs you would get a family mm -hmm. just walk us through what that looks like so okay you, would you are you purchasing items are you yes. making a meal what are you doing purchasing items okay um, for every member of the family and sometimes we have like a, a Sunday school class adopt a family uh -huh. or you know a group and then um, we all we are we you can we want you hopefully you'll meet with them and um, see them open their gifts and so these are meant to be a Christmas present kind of things mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. got it okay. yes Chris sorry Christmas okay. yes yeah. um, so yes um, but if if that's not possible then you can just have it shipped to their house as well but we hope that that's another way to connect um, personally with the families. What's that program called again? Uh, Holiday Connections. Holiday Connections, mm -hmm. okay. And um, so, and then there's other volunteer opportunities as well. Uh, I do have a list that I can send, but um, uh, there's, uh, you know, being a part of baby showers, doing a drive um, for baby goods. Um, organizing a drive here at here at the church for uh, baby goods or something um, and uh, so many other opportunities we're having a golf tournament on October 24th um, we need volunteers for that um, and just if anybody's interested I can I'll, I'll have a table please come see me and I'll be happy to email you a list of volunteer opportunities but um, just kind of like a, a uh, tell you up front uh, if you're going to volunteer you do have to fill out a um, application and because you're working with moms and sensitive uh, if you're going to be face-to-face -face with our mamas it's a pretty long application and a background check so as it should be yes as that's it should great. be exactly it's great <laughs> yeah. I love that um, that's helpful Carrie and, and tell us about these these baby showers, is that something a church like ours could do for mm -hmm. a, a mom in the, in the program? Yes. Tell that, us about how, that would, how would that work if we were able to do that. Well, um, some, okay, so uh, the ones that I've been to recently are in someone's house mm -hmm. and uh, they just invite, usually it's other church members and the mom might bring a friend or two, but usually she doesn't have a lot of support. And um, so it's just, a, a church in somebody's house just having a regular baby shower like you normally would and um, let me think uh, but then there's all, we also have had uh, online baby showers as well so it's not face-to-face -face and you can just uh, send the baby shower to the mama Th those you do kind of have to be a little sensitive to um, we some some of our mothers are not they're not Christian and they're not um, you just have to be careful about what you speak about. Maybe, sure. you know, you're not, you can't talk about the dad or, you know, certain things. So we go over all of that ahead of time. That's great. To make it comfortable for her. So the, so basically someone in our church could volunteer to host a baby shower and then get, have it at their house and, mm -hmm. and you all would work with that person to um, teach them how to do it. And yes. That, yes. That's a possibility. That'd be great. Yes, I absolutely. would love for us to do that. Or here. So, here. yeah, that'd be great. Um, that's helpful. That's Those are some helpful options, things that are, yeah, Mike and then Allison.
Um, the, it's really the hostesses that um, do the background check. So, yeah. yeah, not everyone has to go through that. That's helpful. Allison. That's a good question. Um, really, they um, mostly are kind of in somewhat in this area. Um, like I was looking over my holiday connections, I think the farthest one I saw was Addison, and then some of them are near the Fort Worth Clinic, like Bedford, and you know, just. And you guys are close to the Fort Worth Clinic. It's um, so. But um, where's yeah. the Fort Worth Clinic? Well, I guess you can't tell us exactly. But no, I can't. It's on Hemp Hill. On Hemp Hill. Hemp Hill near downtown. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're not far from either one of those. Um, the one on the Grapevine one is probably just ten minutes, right. even less than that, maybe eight minutes from here. Mm -hmm. um, so that's super close. Yeah. Yes. Fort Worth one's not far either. Mm -hmm. Other questions? We got about two more minutes, James. Um, Right. Um, well, uh, yes. Um, so obviously, like our, her spiritual needs are number one. But we are sometimes our hands are tied because um, truly, like she's she's not interested in hearing about all that and um, hearing about God at all. So, um, but that that uh, of course is our number one um, number one. What, what we what we try to try to help with first um, and then um, and then but but there is a you know hierarchy of needs like um, you know shelter and her financial needs making sure her and baby have food um, all of uh, just we want to empower her to be able to provide a stable home for her child so um, once those needs are taken care of um, you know, and we'll we'll write a resume for her. Um, we have companies that we work with that will that we've there have been open to hiring um, more than others. So try to help get her um, stable and be able to provide that home for baby. And then, um, but we also do have counseling services that we refer out to. And of course, we would want um, to her to have a support system and. Um, our social workers have worked with families just to help bridge that gap and and try to help um, encourage mom to make to reach out to fam her family 
and make those connections because we do understand that that's so important. Um, and then with, with the dads, um, we do have a fatherhood initiative program that um, we have someone, a, a man who works with the dads. And um, also I had mentioned Embrace Grace. They also have a program called Embrace, I think it's Embrace Legacy. And so that's a, that's a um, class also for dads. So um, that we also have been sending some of our dads to that as well. Embrace Grace and the, that program is new to us. But, um, and, and there's a lot, as you can imagine, there's a lot of dads that just aren't involved. So um, that, that happens as well. But uh, I don't know if I answered your question, but our social workers look at every single aspect of her life. They are, they are absolutely amazing. Um, I love them so much. Yeah, it's great. Can't say I, enough good things about them. I love that vision of wanting to provide holistic care for the woman, not just quote unquote save a baby, but yeah, right. Really engage and exactly. empower her to um, to a better life. Yes. Um, let's. Um, we're going to need to stop there. Um, Kim Roberts is our liaison now with Human Coalition, and so I'm confident that we will be um, hearing more from Kim in the weeks to come about opportunities for our church to um, how we can support better and partner with Human Coalition. Um, so we're grateful, Carrie, for you coming today. Thank um, you Carrie's, so much. Carrie's going to be here. She's got a table um, in the foyer that's got some literature. Um, she'll be out there um, now um, until worship at 1030, and then she's going to be with us for worship, I think, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And then And then she'll be here available after worship as well. So Come and talk to her, get to know her, get your name on the email list um, or on the volunteer list for more information and um, would love for us um, to do that. Th I mean, thank you so much. Yeah, too. go ahead. I wanna thank you and, and I want you guys to know not many churches will face this issue. Like I can't tell you how many churches that I approach and I hear um, the pastor say, uh, I will not have someone visiting my church and hear about abortion the first time they're here, or it's a political issue. So you guys have an amazing pastor for just letting this be spoken about in your church. Thank you so much. It's so important. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I just, it does not seem controversial to me. I'm sorry to hear <laughs> that. Um, um, genuinely, I'm sorry to hear that. I, that's, that's a part of who we are. We wanna, we're not afraid to talk about particularly an issue like this. Um, it's Thank certainly you. near to my heart. Let me, um, let me pray. Father, we are grateful for um, Human Coalition. We're thankful to be a partner with them. We're thankful for Real Choices and the legacy of that ministry over the decades. Um, here in DFW, we're thankful for um, um, just the, the work that's happening. Uh, we pray that you would bless Human Coalition, Father. We pray um, for its staff members, for its leadership. Um, we're thankful for the vision that they have to make abortion unnecessary and unthinkable. Um, we pray, uh, Lord, that indeed you would, um, we know you're up to things, Father. We know this, this Dobbs ruling is a big deal. We know that um, all the debate that's happening in our culture right now is a big deal. And we pray, Lord, for, a, um, for, for movement on this issue, not only legally, but um, in the hearts um, of our nation. Uh, Father, we pray for repentance. We pray um, for a kind of holistic um, response um, to um, support women who are in crisis pregnancy situations. Um, we pray that the church would do a better job of, of owning and serving and sacrificing um, in order um, not only that babies' lives could be spared, but that, um, that women who are in these situations could be cared for and that they might know Christ and his love for them. 
Um, we pray, um, Lord, for your blessing on Carrie. We're thankful for her visit with us today. We pray that you would bless her in her ministry. Um, we pray that you would um, be with us this morning. We ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, y'all.